0: Yo, it's kind of funny Um, doing this outside because it just kind of hit me while I was contemplating a set of events that happened recently, including, you know, landing on an Abraham video. Well, when it comes to this aspect of our vibration, it is continuously being emitted, but uh, this kind of goes back to the idea and understanding of it as an amalgamation of vibes throughout the years, which also mainly feature a sense of um beliefs and thoughts and moods all of it kind of affecting each other in that way and it's kind of easier to piece it up as to to kind of understand momentums of attractions that way because when you understand that your vibration has a large um a large you know a large part is affected by your beliefs And you also understand that beliefs is not just, I believe this, I believe that. It's also how you're reacting to things. So, that uh, habits of reactions are part of belief because it's you reacting based on, you know, the mind's stance on a specific subject, which then triggers a mood. Now, that on its own, gets things to be quite interesting because well then you're able to understand how you react what how your mood affects let's say what comes back but it's much more um, there's a different kind of complexity to it kind of like this sense of let's say what you say to yourself upon reacting what you say to yourself upon noticing certain things, what you say to yourself as a reaction to something else or spotting something else, which then affects your mood, which then affects your point of attraction. It's an interesting little momentum of things starting from you know that initial vibe that you did not necessarily choose. Yet when you see the momentum of what it creates for you on the chain of reaction, this becomes a bit more um, of a game or a technical game you know yet you can also just bring it back to the basics it doesn't necessarily need to go into utter complexity it's just a state where you understand what encompasses your vibration and what affects it in a way You know, it's like understanding how the amalgamation of it flows, rolls, is built, is affected by. And then just purposely changing it. So, that was quite interesting to kind of just realize. Because now, understanding that, it is much easier to kind of like coerce the brain into doing those VR exercises, into doing those visualizations, because you're able to, with those exercises, you're able to actively change that amalgamation by continuously repeating and reliving certain, let's say, preferred expectations. You know, you go off the bounce of what you've learned or whatever event set up a beat of vibration or a part of vibration, you kind of just understand, oh, right, okay, so I want the opposite, or do I want to enhance that? Do I want to push it even further? At that point, you just start playing with it. So that's where things are kind of going. You know, using the VR, that VR, Ready Player One style VR headset type of trick to replay certain events, kind of add a, a gauge vibration you know you just kind of play around with that and see where where it goes you don't try to make it too technical yet that single understanding of the concept of vibration which is within you uh, again you being soul not the mind and body yet understanding that from that point of let's say you know living so you're shoved into this mind and body well then you're able to understand how you've collected ideas beliefs thinking patterns from the environment yet now at this point you're able to just take control understand who or what you truly are meaning soul you know going into the the collective oversoul as well yet understanding that just makes it kind of puts a whole different perspective on life it definitely puts a whole different perspective on this aspect of you having control. You know, you automatic or always having had that control of focus, because you're not necessarily, and that's a big one that took me a while to just play with and understand the malleability of it. You're not forcefully supposed to take let's say anyone else's opinion in the aspect of what means what what is defined as what what is a a a belief you know you're not supposed to automatically default to the societal belief even though you you know it's you want to be in good standing with certain people you want to be in good standing with your parents and it's not bringing the utter opposition as an absolute of course not is this aspect of balance but it's also not you know letting yourself roll with collective momentums of belief like what vadim, like what vadim zealand says it's like the social pendulum of certain beliefs you're not you know you don't need to follow that. You understand how that's been changed and modified through ages, civilization, and collective popular thinking. You know, it always changes. So, when you understand that, and also how granularly different it is from region to region. Understanding that, hell, even your, your dialogue, your alphabets, your terms and definitions are granular. You know, you don't necessarily need to stick to a collective one foot down the foot down the floor determined um, set of definitions you know, you understand it's all malleable, so it's all about doing this with an aspect of playfulness and not necessarily extremities you know, it's it's all this game of balance so yeah, kind of play with that, if you find yourself reacting to certain things, you can fully understand and use that puzzle fighter technique as well uh, that you can stack up Different understandings, or much more positive understandings of a situation or a certain belief. And then you'll just literally overtake that belief with a flood uh, of stacked up new beliefs and much more un- united, unity based, um, original purpose. like there's multiple things that could be said for that but it's like a wholehearted belief from source in a sense or set of beliefs from source not that separation belief that you learn from you know people who have had their unfortunate events yet didn't necessarily understand the momentum of energy thought and flow as well as you know life uh basically always responding to you with certain lessons that need to be learned or certain um it's not even trials it's kind of like different sets of situations it's very very tricky and intriguing to play with yet at the end of the day you kind of roll with the you roll with the punches and it's not necessarily punches it's just little hurdles that you kind of jump through in a way if you look at it that way it's like no events is going to get your goat and you're always going to be able to just flip it towards a much more positive vibe okay maybe some extra clarifications or some new things that were kind of picked up i understand that when it comes to certain videos that i check out from various youtubers like joseph ally joseph rodriguez um, it, Abraham Hicks' video, um, even my friend, um, Emily, yes, and Sarah, and various other friends. Well, there's a certain kind of repetition I kind of need to go through in order to get an anchored understanding of it. And here's how I was able to kind of relate it back to a specific aspect of my passion. When it comes to the soul ignition projects that i'm trying to run with it you know this aspect of the goosebumps that's what i'm naming it easier name (laughs) uh when it comes to that i was able to understand that when just allowing myself to play with visualizing uh, various scenes based on music that i listen and just kind of going Letting myself run loose. And I understand that there's a stopping point where it's like, okay, how about the time that it's going to take? And then the feeling, the mood, the vibe just drops because of an old college habit. Yet by doing this visualization over and over and over, progressively I was able to overlap that that college habit up to a point where I was able to visualize how the animations were going to be done, seeing the beginning point, middle point, and end point noticing that I was able to draw easily, freely, and fast out of, um, an idea that I would concretize in my head. So first doing the visualization in the head to get the me, the, the feeling, the mood, (laughs) see the (laughs) meeling feeling and mood, right? Um, but yeah, to get the feeling and mood at the same time and continuously, um, repeating those visualizations because they're really fast. Repetition with the music and then repeating the music in my head as well to just, you know, you kind of nook and cranny tailor um, the scene to have fun and play with it. Okay. And over time with that kind of repetition, it was easy to crush the belief that was set in college. This aspect about time and then doing what the market cares for and blah, 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 all that crap. Well... That used to be a big barrier because in those early learning phases, it was an easy belief to kind of latch on to. Oh, I'm being told by people from authority that are in the industry that this is how this works, so I might as well keep my head running around that. Yet that was not a passion-driven belief, which is much more powerful and proactive in the aspect of what wants to be done in one's life. So over years, I just kept that college belief until I started, you know, uh, just by both studying these things and also my own passion for the music and what it would generate in my head, repeating this over and over and over until at one point I was just doing this every night for playful playfulness and figuring out that, yeah, that repetition crushed the old belief. And Slowly and carefully, when realizing this, I was able to transpose that to various other inner beliefs within myself. Just having this repetition of this little puzzle-fighter game against it, or back-and-forth, or inner dialogue, inner conversations, to then eventually completely overtake the old belief and basically just... It's not destroying it you know i love to put dramatic terms a la fighting game just to add a bit more of an emphasis on it but it's more of an aspect of yeah overtaking you literally stack up a whole different set of new understandings because non-duality everything is and isn't at the same time and that was another thing to and still is another thing to repeat over and over and over because when it comes to our popular media or even the kind of dialogues and conversations that we often hear, there's no consideration for non-duality, which kind of leaves us at a disadvantage in that regards. But again, repetition at this point in time um, versus early on where certain things were just taken as a belief and that's it, that's all, you know, because it was the only thing that was known or it came from a source that, that was deemed or told to be deemed as trustful. Yet, when you start understanding how, you know, perception is formed, beliefs are formed, and blah, 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 blah. well, you can see it as another lens of perspective, yet not an absolute. Thus, instead of repeating it as a sole lens of perspective, and, you know, sticking with the ones and zero duality, saying, if this, if you don't make that specific method work or that specific thing work then you're never going to get there you know fuck that bullshit because again it's been proven time after time through societies and societies and even civilization that the new you know it always takes a point of new to just continue easier said um It, 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 that's a tricky one to put into words, but it's kind of like saying you'll always need your Einsteins, you'll always need your, your Michael Jacksons, you'll always need your Picassos, like those new that then became standards afterward. So when you get that, that there's always a new that will turn into a standard afterward, you don't stay hung up on those ideas of standards. You change you, you know, you allow yourself to evolve and mold and then get that repetition going. So all of that is like this interesting understanding of flow life's flow or a different way of perceiving life's flow in order to repeat much more proactive and much more creative free, uh, methods of thinking that will get a whole different momentum. And that's the game that's literally the game that interesting state you know this not saying this late in life but understanding zero to nine subconscious eats it after that it's repetition just like school and studying certain things constant repetition so it's the same process just for various understandings of belief and ways to change one's vibrations because, again, amalgamation of different um, of vibes, which are different belief system, different moods, different reactions, the most repeated in one's being at a certain point based on that subconscious understanding um, of oneself and one's belief or just the momentum of that those subconscious beliefs. Well, then doing, you know, uh, just the VR game or something else, well, you're practicing that repetition you're literally practicing that repetition to anchor a new vibe in you. So yeah, it's actually quite interesting because at this point it kind of tells me, okay, well along with the reduction of physical and material things that I'm going through right now, just clearing shit up completely, back it up, clear it, back it up, clear it. And even when it comes to backups, it's like there's more stuff to clear in the backup, who knows? It might turn into a very, it's its own thing yet. It also tells me that some of the stuff that I'll keep, let's say certain books, will be repeated three, four, five times, or I might even get audiobooks, versions of them, repeating them three, four, five times in order to get, you know, to grasp that understanding. Because, yeah, I know this. It was the same thing when I was tackling on Tony Robbins. I went from one tape to another and then jumped on uh, Jim Rohn and then jumped on someone else. Yet... Well, admittingly, all of it led to this understanding of here and now, because even that kind of material, I wasn't consciously understanding how to make use of it until I saw the multiple lenses of perception, which kind of brought a soft repetition, in a sense, because all of them philosophers, uh, religions, and uh, motivators, they were all practically saying the same thing. So different terms, of course. Yet once the brain kind of connected to it in this aspect of oh wait how can i make a practical use of it how has that been happening in my life and then seeing the correlation between the theories a soft you know it was kind of deemed or sought or felt as a soft repetition at, which did help get to this point of understanding and you know a very nice uh jump start or not necessarily saying jumpstart or maybe a uh, jump start into let's say, more advanced or more granular understandings of it. But also, at the same time, it becoming more and more of a natural um, perception, you know, or a natural understanding of one's perception, I guess, at this point. So, all that to say, deemed play, repetition, have that fun, and don't make it a, you must repeat this, You, you know. All of it in due time, it's just... Maybe an aspect of um, repetition to have it understood in a more conscious aspect, in a more how has that impacted my life aspect. How is it impacting my life now and how can I switch it type of aspect. You know, it's not the school repetition or do this or else. No, 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 no. Um, again, it, it's to the degree that one kind of gets this click. You know, and it's not passive, I'm going to put a video on the side and then do something else. No, multitasking never necessarily worked with this. It was always a lie. Remember, you're splitting your rams into trying to understand on one end and then doing something else on another end with certain motions. So you're literally splitting your rams thin and you might not necessarily get that full understanding. Or some people do. It all really depends what rolls your boat. but And also how efficiently you want to do this. So it's all choice all matter yet hey repetition use it as your biggest master key in this aspect even in a situation where you're completely down in the dumps and you're not necessarily feeling well about what things that are happening you can have a repetition of a visualization that makes you feel terrific and literally springboard yourself into a whole different mood or hell kind of like that movie i was watching um what was it the last dragon? Well, the re- uh, around that part where he was tr- getting to understand the glow, the repetition of the imagery, the music, uh, the Bruce Lee quotes—you know—all of that just charges you up. And funny enough, it did charge me up after watching the whole movie. And then after that, a bunch of interesting synchronicities started to happen. So it's a game; you find various ways that work with you. You know, if, um, and then you repeat them. So it all depends what kind of works with you. There's multiple techniques. Every, let's say, lenses of perception can bring you a different kind of technique and you'll just try. Oh, didn't work. Okay. Or maybe it's not for me. Okay, change. Try something else. Play with it. All open. Now, on the piggyback of repetition comes the interesting, I forgot. Which one brought it? Oh, Neville Goddard. Okay. Um, This aspect of the inner dialogue, picking the inner dialogue from where the higher self at the point that is desired would say. So it's a bit tricky. Not necessarily the higher self, but you can mix mix and match with that. So having the dialogue, the inner dialogue that yourself at a point that you desire to be would have, and then having that repetition happen, that um, or even having that kind of like as an intention, okay, at the point that I, you know, that I want to be like from the point of being in a desire or a specific desire that I have, how would my inner dialogue be? Okay, so if it's a new apartment, what's the inner dialogue about that new place? If it's a different financial state, what's the inner dialogue about that? And then you just keep going. Because ultimately, when you jump into that vibration, so that amalgamation of vibes, beliefs, feelings, and mood, simply by starting, you know, you you give it a shot. uh, Link it up with something else that I call questions to trick your mind or a big question to trick your mind into greatness, which would be asking, okay, but, uh, just stand, stand alone. First, uh, first thought, what what would that version say? You know, without saying, um, and I think I phrased it in a better way, kind of like if without taking into consideration the time or the space or all of that, okay, what would that inner self be saying? at that different state, you know, in that different situation and how would it feel, you know, without thinking about the time it would take or any other elements or factor. And then you're able to kind of have, oh, well, it would just kind of be like this, you know, you just let yourself go loose. And yes, you'll notice sometimes the brain will have some resistance, yet you don't care. You just kind of go, okay, but what if just, you just give it a little push? And you're able to slowly start diving into that new vibe from that different state, plus you are in much more of a position of, um, you know, you're able to nail down those thoughts, those ideas, simply by you asking yourself that question. Kind of like peering into a parallel version of yourself, you know, if you can use that to bypass the mind as well, saying, okay, a parallel version of myself that's already achieved that, what would that version be thinking? How would that person be feeling? How would that person be moving? And you just, again, say, okay, yeah, but what if? What about that? What if? Let's just, you know, you you give it a little nudge so that your mind does not stay in a resistance aspect. And... At that point, it's not necessarily fighting the mind. It is... um, It's actually just kind of coercing it to jump into a different vibe. Okay? That will literally just get a different kind of momentum going. So, it's quite interesting because from that point, you, you understand that you're not a dead set defined single personality single attitude single set of thought moods and blah 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 no you're just you're always an amalgamation and you're always changing ever flowing and that's a very powerful realization to have and repeat you know again repetition being your best friend because at that point, you kind of go, oh, right, whenever the mind tries to bring bring you back to default, you accept it. And then you kind of go, yes, but, you know, what if? And you keep having that little push to, to that new vibe, to that new state, to the preferred and desired state from the point that a the desires or, you know, could be a single one, could be multiple ones. You kind of feel what your, I guess... Uh, comfortable too, you know, always seeking an aspect of, or a state of satisfaction from doing the exercise. And then you'll see slowly and surely you move yourself. Well, it it doesn't need to be slowly and surely again, it is and isn't all in in non-duality because for certain people, or let's say if you play with it a bit with improv or with some kind of a, a joyful, um improv aspect of things well you literally integrate that it's like um doing voice acting and integrating a character into your range of um you know voices that you can do or an actor playing various characters just like jim carrey man on the moon great explanation of it too if you're able to find that on google um you're able to just jump into different vibes you understand that yeah okay it's all part within, there's no separation, and that just kind of goes, oh, what? Yeah, there's no separation, you are all of that, it's just that you're in the the use, your perpetual habit, again, by environment, society, and all that stuff, the momentum of it, of changing your mood based on physical and what is perceived by the eyes, yet when you understand that you're not this mind and body, one, and then two, life your experience of life is true feelings, you know, and that being a main key. Because when you think about something, it's going to bring up a feeling. When you see something, it's going to bring up a feeling. When you taste something, it's going to bring up a feeling. When you smell something, it does bring up a feeling. So understanding that that is a core, again, non-duality and not the absolute core, but you have to understand both parts of it. Well, You can play with that factor, do the repetition, and integrate those states ahead of time, you know, as naturally as as it can be. Because ultimately, the objective is just that fun, playful mood and flowing of life where your mind does not hinder you because of, let's say, mental viruses in a way or just, um, you know, beliefs you didn't necessarily choose which are kind of like mental viruses. You're trying to go through a specific process in a way, you know, using the computer analogy, you're trying to go through a specific process of self-confidence and X, Y, Z, but then a virus kind of comes up based on prior beliefs, and it just kind of goes, oh, no, you can't do it, and you just go, you stop. So, fuck that. Fuck those old beliefs. You know, just jump directly to that new state, that new vibe, that new feeling, and play in that space. That's why the VR um, analogy kind of really helps, because you can literally see yourself putting up a VR headset, being in the same environment, but having a different set of stats, of beliefs, you know? (laughs) You change that. Or, hell, it doesn't need to be that complex with stats. You can just say, okay, maybe put on the headset, see a different environment, feel differently, Play that with visualization over and over and over until you feel that feeling being kind of anchored in a way. Or you're just having, uh, I guess, don't force it too much. Just until the feeling feels fantastic um, or playfully fun. And then you let it go. And then you'll take up that session. You'll You'll boot up that game, you know, that save file at another point. You know, you'll boot up that scenario at another point. Again, always amplifying and playing with it. So this, you know, kind of becomes a very interesting asset that we have in this sense of repetition and also kind of tricking the mind into releasing more resistance and allowing you to perceive even further than the current point in now. Which is, is, you know, especially when it, when it comes to social media, has been indoctrinated in us to continuously focus on the, the current point and now. Yet when you understand and realize that that's not how creations were invented uh, or inventions were created, uh, <laughs> um, that's not how, hell, even the technology that you're using for that indoctrination was created. You know, it was perceived. It was in, in advance, and just went that way so you know you shake off that habit you don't and again you shake off the belief that you have to be a special person to do that no everyone has their own toolbox and their own soul resonance so you kind of just push out all those old beliefs and trick the mind into just letting you free flow on that one (laughs) have fun understanding that we're ever evolving pieces of amalgamations, of vibrations, meaning us as a being, just this, this idea of me, am, in a way, you know, me, but am is something else, it's very different, there's this aspect of a me, a, a name, a specific aspect of being in a specific time and space, with a specific as- mood, or flow, or idea of what is that is ever evolving, ever changing, ever growing. Doesn't matter could have been any kind of, you know, you can put yourself into any kind of other civilization or any other, other granular gear and time span for those good bad right men um, duality reactions to or real duality Reactionary ingredients is better said. So you know that changes, it changes over time. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, it's you, the continuation of you, that continuous aspect of experience, that growth. Mm-hmm. More than that, it's kind of like all-encompassing. Words don't necessarily justify it. Energy as well, in a sense, it's a conglomeration of everything that led to this point, but is all that is possible meaning it's continuous and ever evolving, ever growing, which is why keeping oneself apart looking at someone else in the negative light is always not looking at the greater expanded part of themselves thus oneself, which thus brings this, you know disconnect, the negative feeling which is why it happens all the time, that's been like this universal fucking thing, doesn't matter which religion you are, and where the fucking country you are, whether you look at someone else in the in a non-expanded way or yourself, you're still going to feel the same, you know. So ever expanding soul aspect of things and continuous in continuous momentum of expansion and evolution, which is why it does feel like a a giant force of energy. You know, it just oftentimes it does because there's on this physical plane There has been ideas of limitations, whether it being stored by prior, you know, uh, bah, priors, pers- powers that be, or whatever, or it being this interesting potential cyclical momentum and timeline that this civilization has kept growing, w- whatever. Ultimately, we're going towards evolution, and when that is felt to a greater core and you you start you begin to see the the paltry aspect of keeping trying to bottle that up or you you start to see the multiple facets of uh humanity trying to bottle that up uh, not even humanity <sighs> good intentioners in a sense you know that passing wave in a way of consciousness that old method of consciousness that passing um, aspects and neediness aspect of things you know this again needing a concretize has to be a specific way well that's going that's gone because it's never ending there's continuous expansion and you as a being it's not only the current time and space that's giving you the reaction move out of that way of thinking that was indoctrinated or brought on by society no once you jump on that all expanded aspect of things, you see that you are continuously growing, continuously expanding. Yes, at times it'll feel like a loop, but understand that every time it's like, again, contrast create expansion. So you needed that contrast to get to that further state of expansion. And all of it is welcome. All of it has led to the point of that now, ever changing, ever molding, ever more in control of one's now and funny enough it's interconnected with everyone else's as well so upon understanding that and the folly that used to be you let it go and you allow yourself to expand more you allow yourself to coax with some of the things that oh i'm not seeing it in this time space or you know physical space but i'm still allowing myself to feel it because that's where my expanded soul has led me to be see it's not oh this environment needs to make me feel a certain way no 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 its soul has already expanded beyond this environment so allow yourself to feel it in in that current space whether it be through visualization or uh doing the integrative process kind of like what joe dr joe dispenza says Going from visualization of feeling as that expanded version to then walking on a daily basis, but ultimately, you'll understand one is kind of like a permission slip for the other, meaning <laughs> your eyes you know, that human aspect of things that it, it that's the last little tricky, tricky dicky aspect of things, you know, it, because it keeps the poultry moment of the now but when you understanding when you understand your energy your experience is true feeling so you are that ever expanding and ever growing amalgamation of feelings which continuously grows which continuously is much more expanded than the current environment is because it inevitably is you just continuously grow out of it so it's true like you're growing every moment that energy flow aspect of things all thoughts leading to energy any kind of aspect of creations that you have going within you any creative endeavors that you have whether it be your life or some kind of other projects or well just even a trip or even making some kind of pizza whatever creative endeavor all Okay, all of it is to be considered in the now as a feeling, okay? It does not need to be material because just the fact that you have considered it is already having expanded beyond that point as you gaze into it. So that's the little interesting paradoxical loop that human consciousness or human eyes and brain have to kind of cope with, Because upon that being understood and just being felt, you know, you kind of letting yourself expand as energy and being the free-flowing aspect of... You know, that ever-evolving amalgamation of what is. So, okay, what was more fun? This. All right, stay there and keep evolving. Uh, not even stay there. You see, a bit of a paradox, but you'll get used to it. It's like, oh, that that point? Yes, that. See, you're expanding past that even further, even further, because you've just spotted it. So it's this game of understanding where you're at as an amalgamation of energy I guess and emotions and moods and all of that and then softly just okay you know knowing that you've expanded beyond that and that the material here doesn't necessarily reflect it and it doesn't matter you can allow yourself to feel that expanded version and the same goes for everyone else around you and where they're at, you already see the expanded versions of them, this is how this interesting little paradox just kind of stops, because perception kind of doesn't, it it just sits at a point of just... Constantly evolution, you know, you're like. Mm. And you allow yourself to feel where that energy is at. Mm. Already knowing that it's past that. See? It's like a dance, it's like a flowing, it's like a river. It's continuous. It's just that. Like, maybe it's a collective aspect of our societal mind or whatever uh, an aspect of restriction restraint, but that never was meant. It's weird. Really odd how that kind of came to be, but whatever, we've just past that now. we've just 2020 man. just you're loving in that continuous expansion. And yes, the details are going to come as you go, always does, or else you'd be restraining yourself to something that's past, while well, all of it is continuously evolving, not a single doctrine, not a single saying, not a single teacher, not a single hearsay, voice, momentum and time, digital earpiece headphones, stereo set, whatever you've got going, whatever granularity of things that is perceived as in this instance, it's ever flowing, so play. Yeah. Allow yourself to breathe in and feel that continuous flowing energy ever expanding in you and everyone else. See, sometimes you might just open your eyes, look at your current environment, feel a bit of a shock or a, a jolt. It's like, well, yeah, that's that's uh, looking at it right now kind of uh, helps you back because you already expanded from that now, which is perfect. The now is continuously perfect, but you've expanded from it. So that's that new level of the game. Being able to understand that perception, not remaining trapped in what was or uh, what was in the aspect of the old doctrines or ideas of perceptions or neediness of perceptions or all that crap you know, remember all ever evolving amalgamation of vibes and feelings. So nothing is ever dead set. Feelings continuously flow. Allow yourself to feel whatever you want to feel in the current moment and now. While understanding that you do have a base of control. You're not at the whim of this continuously ever flow expanding ever flowing aspect of things you're the one who created it in the first place so there is again because of chicken or the egg type of deal you know you come into a society that makes you think otherwise or else way or feel else way or look at the world else way and energy just keeps bottling up because of that because you know your lenses of perceptions are whatever stuck whatever now they are stuck in You know, an idea of self uh, or Trudy years or whatever, bottled up energy, bottled up energy, bottled up. You're constantly expanding. So let that shit go. Just like material things, you know, it's, it's the same type of deal. You're just ever flowing and ever, and of course there's a balance into it. You know, there's a balance of what kind of vibration are you currently encompassing much more of? What kind of amalgamation of mood? have you expanded to now and are encompassing more in this current, you know, set space or ever stretching set space until the next expansion. So, yeah. The paradox is just stay and have fun into it, understanding that momentum and current of river from where we were, I guess initially indoctrinated perceptually but now breaching out of it it's like "Mm, okay you know it feels new even trying attempting to converse in that is stepping into new territory which is great and fully open and and welcome because it's the expanding of it all it's Where's this gonna lead? Where's the expansion? Where do we want to go? Where do we what do we want to to bring? To create? You see, it's ever expanding. Even just the asking of the question has an answer emotionally. See, thought and emotionally. So you already expanded to that point. It's just allowing yourself to be at that point, remembering that you are not you know, the physical body and situation and location. It's tricky, yet you'll all get it. It's an interesting loop that we need to repeat ourselves for an amount of time. And then it is just felt. Everything that came to that point is understood, welcomed, and cherished. And then we're just allowing ourselves to... It's more, yeah... It's, it goes a bit more into the art of allowing. Just, I don't know, it expands beyond that. You don't only allow yourself to be the entirety of that ever-expanding energy or whatever golden desire that you have in the moment, and w- with whatever dialogue you want to use, you'll change it. It'll change. It's amalgamous play. Well, you understand that... <laughs> the now, that focus, that energy, that being, that energy, this is who you are and everyone else, and that we've all been playing that, as that, helping each other understand and reconnect through that, (sighs) wow, but first, at times it's a bit of a um, rocky moment for an individual to get that. For themselves and allowing themselves to expand to that level of consciousness and being, quite rocky. But upon just two things breathing in, breathing out, to understanding you're always supported because you wouldn't be born if it wasn't it. Whatever placed you in here has gotten your back. Ever since and every moment leading to this point of now has been led specifically to this understanding. So, you, whoever listening, you are always backed up. So when you feel those bursts of energy, you're supported. You are all there is, all that. And can fully allow yourself to be the expanded visualization or vision of what that is. The expanded feeling. uh, Loose and unchained. And visualization, which can happen physically after, you know, right after. (laughs) Oftentimes you'll feel the impulse, the need to just kind of have this movement, this massaging, this shaking. Well... All of that energy bottled up, let it go loose. Let it be your own process as individuals, mind and body, but a collective of souls attempting to help each other go through that moment while already knowing that it's past and this has already been achieved. And you play. ever expanding man, the saga just continues Um, (laughs) this whole attempting to move and then getting rid of certain things and discovering more background subconscious thoughts and ideas from this whole thing um, it's quite interesting and intriguing and at times it's like a bit it's not panic inducing, but there's times where thoughts kind of go into, okay, well, shouldn't this be hurried up? What's going on? Move your butt and blah, blah, blah. But then I notice, whoa, wait, that's the mind. And then that goes back far back when I had to interact with, well, you know, the initial environment that was practically all that, you know, that kind of talk, that kind of hurry, hurry, hurry. And, again, this kind of helps me have, um, kind of countering the mind in that straight up instance by going and showing out what that kind of habit brings to, you know, and it's a balance. It's all an aspect of balance because I don't necessarily want to bring that up. (laughs) It's like saying, I don't want to bring that up to the mind. Well, it's practically that I don't necessarily want to bring it up as a, um, a counter or a speech pattern in an aggressive way just this interesting place of balance that i'm reaching more and more with most of my thoughts and this aspect of here's this event here's the result you know because again a lot of things were kind of born from that early environment yet it's also understanding that that environment was affected by a prior environment you know it's understanding that chain so there's always this balance point of going if the mind kind of goes hurry hurry and blah 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 blah, okay well look at where that kind of habit brings one and that's it that's all the mind kind of just quiets down but then there comes the point of balancing it by going okay well no need to rush no need to hurry um that usually you know doesn't let me center and have a concrete idea of where I want to go, you know, just fully concre- concrete or concretized, um, settled in a way, but also it's kind of like having a good emotional footing, emotional balance. In that aspect, not just saying, oh, well, I got to go and fuck it all, which I did try when it come, when it came to attempting to move prior uh, past month, yet more and more I find that there, there are internal little patterns of not wanting to let go of certain things. So I thought it was nasty. So initially, uh, um, again, I wanted to throw away, get rid of most things. Yet, when I just started to pause and ponder, um, going a bit deeper into why, you know, um, not just chucking it away as this is, you know, just kind of blaming it all or pushing it all on old subconscious patterns and then keeping that as a blank statement. Now it's like, okay. Subconscious pattern, yes, but where where were we going with this? What's happening? What's deeper? Lodged. And what was fun, especially in the aspect of uh, wanting to get rid of my old sketchbooks, as well as notebooks and even old journals, there were two big things that were kind of found through that, you know, inquiry. One, man, lots of production, lots of producing, which is cool. Um... To constant, constant, constant evolution of both ideas and self. So there's a constant, you know, it's much more of a direct understanding of that aspect of constant evolution. Like even looking back to some of those journals, the change of thoughts, it's kind of like re reading a book and noticing. Various minute changes, or rechecking a movie and, and noticing the subtle changes. It's entertaining, yet now understanding that, and maybe even having a, had a time to wrap around prior ideas of what was, based on the journals that I had, um, there's a much more direct understanding of, okay, well, I'm constantly evolving, so... There's no real point in keeping those, you know, uh, to keep those, again, not to stick my life on those, if you know what I mean. There's no real point to push it to that level. Yes, maybe three, four, five journals back as a backlog to keep, but not, you know, the whole shebang, not going up to 10 and 20 and blah, blah, blah. The same kind of goes for notebooks and sketchbooks, and upon getting to that thought and realization, there was an idea to back, you know, back it up, take pictures, and all of that, which is something that I did prior, like, I have maybe true four camera backups, and then there was another thought, in the aspect of, okay, well, keeping those drawings, or, like, either keeping it physically, or camera, it's, When it comes to that, and, and drawing in general, like if when I look at my drawings, or any kind of drawing, and now I relate it back to understanding a bit more about the law of attraction and even quantum physics, when looking back at those, it's always the feeling of a specific vibration, a specific vibe, a specific mood, and... It is something that is perpetuated within my being. Meaning, I'll bring that mood out whenever. Like, I can bring that mood out consciously. Um, I notice repetitions of various kind of moods and habits of vibes. So, kind of like inside jokes that I create, various stuff like that. Which do repeat not the same joke, the, the vibe, you know, the kind of essence, which would be a better word from now on. So, understanding that and understanding that I, I continuously evolve, then I can understand that the essence will continuously evolve as well. And that I will continuously create. Like, there's no stopping the creation until this physical body is gone. Then we'll see what happens next. (laughs) But there's no stopping, you know, for this aspect of creation and the evolution of the creation based on the evolution of the essence. So, you know, finding more materials, refining the jokes and all of that. Now, that being understood, when I look back at all those notes now and all those drawings, I see... An, uh, an attempt to keep and stick to the same essence. You know, it's kind of like obsessively keeping those to go, oh, well, maybe I'm going to miss out on this joke. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm going to miss out on this. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm not going to know the story. Maybe. But, all of that. All those maybes. While then in a flash thinking about the time where I wrote these things and drew these things and how freely and natural it was okay that being a key then things become much more um like oh wait it just happens on the moment you know that was a, a big insight that i got it just oh wait it just happens on the moment it happens in the now And optimally, instead of keeping notes like this, which was, you know, school habits and all that backlog of ideas and thoughts about being an artist that was tailored from various aspects of the environment that I was at based on the old momentum that I had, uh, you know, unchecked momentum from home. So, well... there's no longer this idea of needing it to be a specific way you know trying to get it spanky clean and all that um or to have a dead set format that's absolutely going to be popular no 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 even when it comes to making a living off it and understanding that the perceptions that i've ate (laughs) you know ate uh straight up ate like a buffet from school and various other places we're doing it from a point of view of it being super hard and you know basing themselves off other people that were going through that very same hard 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 journey and you know scoffing at that internet or those internet artists that would just oh not be professional but they would still make a living off what they do and love what they do you know so it kind of just got me to realize that, okay, wow, shit, so I've been running for an amount of years under those ideas and those subconscious repetitions, and never really asked how I love to, or what's my flow when it comes to doing that kind of work that I love, you know, working on the comic, working on the animation, working on some jokes, even doing some voice acting, so it was kind of revealing, because it's like, instead of staying in the thought of, oh shit, I didn't have my move in a month or at the end of the month, oh what's going on and blah blah blah, you know, the bitching and whining that could happen after that, well now there's a brand new shift. Hell, there was even another notch that kind of got caught or came up during inner conversations and inner questioning of that and it was again trying to bring a push to getting rid of those drawings you know after having that prior realization it's like okay cool cool i get it i create continuously uh i continuously evolve and that's what we all do you know it's it's the inevitability of that that kind of needs to sink in on a daily basis, um because you know you evolve every freaking minute <laughs> to the degree that you pay attention to it, of course. But as an inevitability, it is, you know? So that was realized. Then at that point, okay, well, then how do I, what about getting rid of those now? And something that kind of came up, which kind of had, uh, kind of tug, tugged, tugged on my heartstring, was like, well, I like all these ideas. They're all good ideas. And right then and there, I faced a, it, it, it was, I faced an aspect of self-love that I didn't experience or face prior you know, because of that previous mindset of constantly comparing to, oh, the professional industry and blah, 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 you know, <laughs> and I'll show you not to be resentful towards that, and I can't, I can't. It, it was a uh, great momentum, lots of things learned, and again, it's the non-duality aspect of things, so knowing one polarity to head to the next one, or knowing one choice that was necessarily selected or not necessarily uh, preferred to then, let's say, understand a better choice now or better said would be understanding a choice that's more compatible with me now. OK, but yeah, right then and there, it's like, oh, wow. So you do like what you bring out. You do like what you do and yeah quite a shift quite a shift because it's not like I didn't like what I was doing yet there was no inner confirmation you know to that degree there was um it, it, there was still a mindset of go 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 rush 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 go 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 rush 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 um Which was, you know, straight right out of school. So that thought never really came up. While that thought on its own is a game changer in that sense. Like, I can't tell you enough about how that kind of brings a sense of, oh. You know, a big sense of, oh. Like, because the mind was completely set on a whole different course of thinking patterns in regards to that, to one's own creation, to my own creation. Yet, upon being pushed to that corner, you know, even to getting, okay, what's this, you know, what's this bloody subconscious thought that just keeps me holding on to these things? it's like, yeah, well, I like all those ideas. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh. Oh. (laughs) So, it's interesting because it's like, huh, a bit of a twist. bit of a twist, you know? Yes, there's the aspect of constantly evolving and expanding. And then pushed even further, it's like, okay, well, get rid of these things. Yeah, but I like my ideas. And it's like, oh. Oh, that's okay. That's good. You know, it's not just do a drawing, get the fuck out, next one, do a drawing, get out, next one, you know, it's not the, the factory type mentality that school impregnated us with, you know, it's like, wait a minute, there's much more to it, you know, the, and I'm, uh, uh, again, not too spiteful against school, they were trying their best, it's just that the mindset and this aspect of constantly tailoring yourself to an industry that is not, you know, not necessarily entirely reflective of what you like, and what you like to bring out, you know, it's, it's a change, it's quite a change, it's quite a different, like, mindset, so that was, wow, kind of quite beautiful, just to realize and spot, and being like, okay, well, that puts another set of questions beforehand, Because I'm still going to get rid of those things. Like, that's for sure. The objective is always like a two-bag carrying or carrying two, you know, carry-ons, whatever they call those, those little bags with wheels, luggage, you know, wheeled luggage, and then hobbity hop, hop, hop from places to places, Airbnb, and then uh, couch surfing various countries. Got to see the world. Japan's calling me. That's it. That's all. Yet, it was beautiful to have that that moment, that realization, and seeing how, if you press on the questions in a gentle way, not in uh, not in the go 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 rush rush rush, but in a gentle way, there's various answers that will just spring out. From that subconscious. And even the main conscious aspect of things. (laughs) Whatever was in the subconscious became conscious. So, you know, non-duality. Kicking our butts again. Uh, Yet. Yeah. When realizing that and having that moment. It's just hmm, you know, it brings this kind of feeling of, hmm, that's what's going on, you know, and it does bring more appreciation to take that time to ask and dive deeper into those questions. Would have never got to that understanding or those various, that chain of understanding, if it wasn't for that, including the aspect of feeling out vibes from, different drawings and pictures and just kind of going oh wait if i'm only keeping this drawing to feel out a vibe a sense an energy then well i can get rid of it because i can just generate the energy at any point you know it's it's a sense it's possibly an inside joke it's an essence you know it's nothing that absolutely needs this piece of paper this piece of paper practically has no value to anyone else but me based on understanding and resonating with that essence per se, you know, if I push it to its limit. So it's it's a very interesting journey because in that same regards I can see, you know, an, uh, I can see the same thing when it came to keeping up drawings on the hard drive, or various files, reference files. And even for those, I can ask, okay, well, what's the essence that I adore from this? And then add it into my movesets, my drawing movesets, and then just get rid of it. It's not needed. Everything kind of changes in every now. And Meaning in every moment, every minute, practically every hours or every day, you know. So that old paradigm, that old belief of system, subconscious belief of system, that's what's kind of been holding back. And it was based on, you know, uh, what society and the parental home fought or how they fought you know, without everything that we kind of understand now about how reality works and our thoughts work. So taking that time, man, you just discover more and more and more. Yet it's a a balance. It's not forcing it. And this is another notch I get to learn. Yes, it's having a clear intention. So you know, I want to move, let's say it's been postponed for the end of this month, so I want to move at the end of this month. Another mini-objective with that is clearing all that I have, whether it be selling, whether it be giving, whether it be scrapping, you know, or recycling, just getting rid of all of it at the end of the month, so that as an intention. Now, Knowing that as a goal, whatever way, if I'm able to just focus on that, feel it, whatever ways, whatever thoughts, whatever events, whatever, like all of those at the same time, of course, remember, non-duality. Um, so whatever events, whatever method of thinking, like all of that, whatever kind of comes up to lead me towards that, will pop up to the degree that I'm able to let go, so not demanding a specific method, a specific way, or a specific timeline, in a way, aside from the end of the month, but you know what I mean, Um, yet allowing, you know, keeping the objective, yet allowing, life to surprise me and so it did <laughs> so it fucking did <laughs> you know it, it and it's funny because it's like huh it you know uh, you'd think oh man this is just as menial as a task as let's say uh moving or getting rid of things or selling things might be the thought process the inner world interactions when it comes to that that is a whole interesting journey on its own it's always revealing and whatever needs to be cleared needs to be cleared for it to be as smooth as it can be you know or else when you force then there's always the possibility of a backlog of um You know, it's kind of like a backlog of um, thoughts similar to buyer's remorse in a way. I mean, it's one of the only way I could just put it into words. You just kind of feel an aspect of remorse because you kind of went a bit too hastily but again that would lead to another situation where you'd reflect upon that you'd understand what made you act hastily you'd change until you unless you do it again and then off the next time you know it's this interesting game about life and it's fun to discover more and more how it interacts with you personally you know not only synchronicities but of or physical synchronicities, but even synchronicities of thoughts and inner understandings, I guess that's what they call the bridge, um, well, the journey, or the journey to the bridge, whatever they want to call it, multiple terms for it, you choose, <laughs> but yeah, the bridge of incident, there we go, the journey to it. And the more you're able to kind of enjoy that journey as well, the more life is fucking joyful. Or else it'd be like, damn, I haven't moved. Shit, fucked. I hate this and hate the past and all of that. And it's like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah. All of it is good contrast. All of it is good contrast to kind of bounce off from. It's just getting into the habits of doing so. And yeah, if you're used to, you know, certain kind of, talk certain kind of environments and such you know certain kind of repetitions that you may have uh, of thoughts and speeches patterns from television and all that well you know that's not really advantages to you so you know more things to kind of work with work on and play with it's all a game yet this was actually really fucking fun as an experience, and it's... Hey, three more weeks... to kind of deep dive... into these things... and... have that inner clearing... for just complete... It, 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 it's not saying complete detachment... but... in a sense it is, in the sense... not non-duality, gotta love it, right? But it's this aspect of not being... S- f- fully attached to things including even ideas because again creation happens non-stop you know it's it, at times it's even effortless so maybe a, a different kind of focus might become how do i maybe the better question or a better way to say would be when are the times and perimeters and settings or environments or states where that creation kind of becomes easy and effortless? You know, what are things that often just get Bring that effortlessness of creation because man bunch of notes Notebooks stacked up practically and there's certain times where I just want to deep dive into taking a bunch more yet funny enough Why can't I just dive into the comic digitally, you know, do it like that deep dive into it directly, you know, it's this interesting little puzzle that's happening in the mind and again This is all said in an aspect of example, not necessarily a blueprint, meaning there's so much more subconscious nooks and cranny going on in my mind that I wouldn't say use it as a direct blueprint. It's just what can occur? You know, what kind of chain of thoughts can at times keep you locked down on a certain subject? And I'd always advise to go general in that sense with any kind of example or methods because then you're able to kind of tailor it back to how it can apply to your life or how you've had possibly similar events, you know, or not. Or maybe it's a whole different perimeter. Maybe it's not holding on to things, but it may be an aspect of um, keeping contacts. You know, keeping certain people as contacts, yet yeah, they might not necessarily be helpful in their current state, you know. Um, and what I mean is, again, going away from ser- me personally, having gone away from certain environments, negative environments uh, and groups, well, initially I stayed there for an aspect of quote unquote friendship, yet the question about How is it affecting me? How is this continuous dialogue, negative dialogue affecting me never really came up? And upon taking the time to do so and, you know, keeping somewhat general, well, then I've noticed, oh, wow, shit, there's a whole inner world about this and for this and to work with in order to head towards a happier state, you know? on a much more consistent base than a one-time thing. So basically asking, okay, what kind of conversations would I want to have with people? What kind of interactions would I rather have? You know, what kind of repetition would be rather held? And it's not a demanding aspect of things. It's just a knowing from within, a, a clarifying, a refinement from within. So that, funny enough, then the conscious mind and unconscious mind have an easier time spotting that and then getting more enthusiastic about it or with it. You know, Hell, it's even generated from within once it's known to that extent. So, again, this sort of stuff can apply to multiple situations. It's all about just not taking it as a blueprint, just sticking think general with yourself and playing with that inner world that inner understanding those inner conversations and inner dialogue uh, again got a big thanks to neil donald watch because conversation with god kind of gave a big clue a big hint towards it you know so hey we'll see man three more weeks let's have fun oh man it's like huh What's the next big reveal that's going to (sighs) happen? Okay, bunch of interesting ins and outs, as well as... Well, no, no, bluntly, lots of great things happening. It's quite interesting. Like, there's been, um, again, in that soft period of attempting to move and getting rid of a lot of things, the momentum and flow of discovery... is just beyond what's expected. So, there's a couple of things that kind of happened, like, in a short time gap. One of them is kind of getting a different approach to owning a mind and body. And it's to talk, again, it's part of jumping into an extreme to then balance it later on. Yet, understanding that being the mind and body for an amount of year is an extreme, one of both extremes, because you're the soul. Um, yet, you know, society kind of reinforces you into this aspect of intellect and various kind of logics that, again, granularly change based on time, space, well, timeline, uh, societies, cities, you know, years and such. So, that's hardcore being in the mind. Now talking as if you're not the mind and body brings a different spectrum of thoughts the interaction is quite different, it's kind of like when I notice, let's say an old belief or an old thought or a resistant thought simply going hmm, okay, so the mind and body you know, considering it one entity for now or a separate entity for now who knows, that could get refined over years, but Just going, hmm, mind and body is uh, still kind of trapped into its old vibration. Maybe even putting this a bit softer, not saying trapped, but it's still repeating, observing its old vibration. Understanding that whatever is being reacted to is going to come back because it's being observed. So it's being repeated as a normal feeling, as an expectancy as well. Then I can literally go, okay, well, then I, you know, just probing it and going, well, you do know that this, you know, this belief was given, not necessarily chosen. You know, it wasn't, wasn't, but you know, non duality, run with it. <laughs> uh, so it's not consciously chosen. Nobody would choose to shoot themselves in the foot emotionally, mentally, and project-wise, you know, nobody does, so, okay, um, that's one notch down, then two, uh, from whoever it came, it belongs to, meaning, you know, you need to have it in order to give it on to someone else, and most of the time, understanding the history of societies, some of those beliefs aren't necessarily consciously chosen, you know, there's no sit-down moment to go, Uh, again, we didn't have the tools back then, now we do, so, this just stacks up, kind of relatively quickly, um, counters to that old belief, now, a cheat code had happened, or a cheat code that was kind of discovered, um, a kind of like an acceleration of a cheat code, and I do like the way that it was placed, Um, Joseph Ally, great channel, great, amazing, amazing content. Um, Go check it out on YouTube, Joseph Ally. Um, Straight up kind of brought like the ultimate cheat code to wiping out negative belief, which you can add on top of this, Um, which is basically you can manifest your new beliefs. You know, that very aspect of looking at the belief and tackling it on from multiple angles And then starting to visualize a scene where you have the new belief, where you're talking about that new belief with someone else, where you're kind of expressing that new belief, that. Play that on a loop, leave it up upon, you know, spotting, let's say, a negative belief. You don't just go on hunt for negative beliefs. If it's something that's really blocking and kind of hinders your growth as well as your evolution for, um, something that's really dear to you, then yeah, go take it out yet. Don't necessarily, uh, go on a seek and destroy mission because seek and ye shall find, you know, it's inevitable, but the same kind of goes for good qualities within you, the things that the mind can't perceive. So upon doing that cheat code and being taking a step back from being the mind and body just observing it then you're able to tackle on those beliefs from various angles and then wipe them in a moment you kind of wipe them out yet in the long run because you've done the visualization the exercise it's gonna anchor you know you you're gonna anchor those new beliefs because again repetition Well, repetition is key. Repetition is practically everything in this way, you know. It's kind of like how the mind and body got the belief in the first place. It was a repetition. Something that happened initially, okay, it fills into the hard drive. It's just the first thing that was encountered in that particular situation. So it stayed there as an expectation. And then repeats. So with that very same principle, you're able to... Well, okay, it repeats in both outcomes that are repeated, but also expectations of outcomes being repeated. So understanding that you flip it, you basically go the other way, do it on your own. And again, that's a bit of a cheat code because you're saying, oh, wait, what if I just manifest that new belief that will lead me to that next thing, to that next point, to that growth, to that expansion. And you kind of play around with it. Allow yourself to kind of play with different kind of beliefs. It doesn't always need to be a serious business type of deal. It does help. Yet, you're able and you do have control over what your focus is. It's kind of like understanding that when you're saying your focus, at times, you may refer to being the mind and body. And at that point, you know, just step out of it and kind of go, oh, well, the mind and body's focus in that sense. You know, you as a soul, your focus is continuous expansion, communion with everyone, practically. It's like this aspect of unity in what you do, like that free-flowing expression of what you do. And you can easily remember that, you know, in a way, going back to when you were a baby. (laughs) just that initial creation aspect, and also you, kind of funny how society just had these pre, these judgments over kids and babies, and the aspect of what they know, and what they are, and what's going on, but again, this is, we didn't know, society as a whole, we didn't necessarily have the knowledge, and all this understandings wasn't necessarily even being touched upon by science, even less by religion. But when you think about it, when you feel that, and you understand the whole game that it brings with vibration, then it becomes a bit more simpler to kind of flow into that. And talking about flow, another way to kind of poke... At the subconscious and I remember checking out various uh, transmission check out Dante starshine on YouTube as well great transmissions and one of them spoke one of the recent ones spoke about method acting which is something I've experienced both when making comics but also voiceovers and beatboxing at time your method acting your playing of a scenario will generate certain answers will generate certain belief systems you know and that's you kind of tricking the subconscious mind into revealing itself and not the nasty tricking remember you have a mind you own a mind but that little thing is a bit uh bit complex And does want to keep you safe, including from itself. (laughs) Uh, Or keep itself safe. That one I still want to figure out. Okay. Well, when you start free-flowing with some kind of a dialogue. And, you know, acknowledging that whatever is being said is kind of like a blend of soul, you, and mind and body. Yet, you can discover the difference... Depending on the expression, if it's an expression of fear and disunity, something that you haven't chosen, then that can be, again, the mind or a scenario playing a scenario, you figure it out, you kind of just softly, gently, welcomingly, acceptingly poke and ask the questions to then figure out, you know, Having a bit more of an understanding of the vibe that was expressed and why was it expressed. And at times you might just straight up reveal some old beliefs or certain patterns from the mind. In those moments, again, cheat code. (laughs) Flip it around. Yet, that aspect of free-flowing, improv metadacting. Uh, Even Jim Carrey spoke about it, which was fantastic, when he had an interview about Men on the Moon. So, there's various, various, various ways to just let loose, see what's inside the subconscious mind, but also play with the mind and body in that way. See, it's a big-ass collaboration. It's just that we, collectively, as a society, did not know the separation, and we also did not know how we share and spread certain beliefs, how that's done, you know, rapidly increased when it came to television and the internet, but look at what sells, and look at the result that what sells brings, you know, drama, negativity, sure, that does sell, but the repetition of it is not something that brings fruit, to one so and you know it it is something that's balancing out more and more people are understanding this and understanding the deeper connections of between our interactions as human beings a part of that exercise of not being in mind and body is kind of asking yourself how would those interactions be just softly playfully okay how would that be and just running with it seeing where that goes how different would it be how much more welcoming you know you play around but you're the one in control of what you want to manifest it's just taking cautious control of it and then having that cautious repetition but also being conscious of what's you know those hindering beliefs and then from let's say kind of like a bit more clarity and a bit more familiarity there we go familiarity with oneself making those change just becomes a a game a natural play a natural like just fun how do you say It, it just becomes normal like this natural fun aspect of letting yourself fully evolve to who you have became, you know, I, I, like now I also get what Abraham Hicks was saying. Whenever you encounter something, depends on the event, there's always both sides of the stick. And any kind of contrast literally points you towards your expanded version, which is, okay, well, I don't prefer that contrast. I would prefer this. Okay, well, let me focus on this instead of going back to the contrast, you know, that's just been, uh, one of the unfortunate little habits that the repetition, uh, you know, television society and all of that kind of brought upon, not intentionally, nobody intentionally choose to shoot themselves in the foot, you know, and it's not that dramatic, it's all handle, or in a way, it's all manageable now, with all those tools it's just that now upon understanding that and kind of flowing into that space of just oh okay that's a contrast okay what do i prefer what's the expanded and booyah okay cool how do we how does it feel and mm, expand it let's go next you know a couple of repetitions maybe even trying to manifest that as a belief as well but it's like okay all right so next situation Uh uh-huh this a bit of contrast there and what's the expanded version and booyah okay next yeah i can feel it 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 just becomes this interesting game of chain uh and natural chain evolving at that point so yeah and again it's this interesting soft balance between going at the flow and accepting the journey that comes with also understand um it's tricky to fillet is because it's like both at the same time going with the flow understanding the journey while at the same time having an intention and a goal for that journey or whatever objective that kind of comes up in the moment you know it's a continuous succession of goal to goal to goal on this overall journey of this continuous expansion that is you So, it's all normal when you think about it. And if it wasn't for the beliefs that we were indirectly exposed to, well then, there wouldn't be any locks. Yet, at the same time, paradoxically, you needed to have those experiences to understand the contrast, to bounce from those contrasts. So, (laughs) it all kind of comes full circle again and again and again, in multiple ways and multiple types of explanations so yeah just have fun create play be the expanded version of you and then there's going to be more expansion and more expansion and more expansion and it's always fun it's never a thing of oh why wasn't that earlier there's no timing for expansion you're constantly growing (laughs) uh it's funny It, it, it really is you know it completely goes um in a different direction, and a much more, you know, embracing connection, because that very same fact, once kind of integrated within, is given without, like, just naturally, it's naturally given and understood without, so everyone else gets a break, (laughs) naturally, you know, because it was always that to begin with anyhow, wow, this is just a fantastic period, still in the midst of trying to figure, or to find ways to, um, getting rid of certain things, but I understand that this, the momentum of downloads is leading to it, so, I'm soft about it, and enjoying each and every moment. Okay, wow, this, um, is really interesting, especially after the message that was received, so what ended up happening is I was trying to sleep, yet the current situation that's pushing me towards getting rid of a lot of things or one of the add-ons to that situation is the fact that you know lots of paper equals lots of dust, so nose block as well. Uh, so it's like a meter burning when it comes to um, when it comes to channeling and also I have to deal with that, so I've been kind of burning stick in a way, Uh, now with the resting, I'm noticing that, okay, it's a bit trickier with this space, the air purifier is still running all day, so that's taking care of a part of it, yet it's, you know, I know there's the other end of cleaning cleaning things up, anyway, that's that on its own, so I get up, And i decided to go near my window and at that point i just started breathing in heavily to the maximum of what my lungs can take and then pushing it even further okay because i've noticed especially with the whole mask thing um i've noticed a subconscious thought of breathing less full you know of not going to the maximum because of that repetition so i just decided okay let me get up close and do it and interestingly enough what happened is it was an amazing feeling um and i can correlate it back also to the kundalini and jodas dr joe Dispenza's meditation it was a massive good feeling of well-being that kicked in upon the first two, three breaths at full capacity, including my nose clearing up, and going on the fourth one, especially when I pushed, you know, breathing, the breath, like, even further, there was a, like, it felt a bit debilitating, and I gotta admit, there's a reason why they say you do that meditation sitting down, because there was a flood of good energy just Flowing true. okay. And again, at that point, I kind of told myself, okay, stop, because if I went further, I would have. Uh, and it's a good result, you know, definitely a good result. But I might as well do it when I'm sitting down or in bed, because pushing it further would have uh, kicked in the natural DMT in the brain and my conscious mind and body would have just kind of been knocked out. And this wasn't necessarily the right spot. (laughs) Uh, I'm like, ooh, yeah, not next to the bed and the window and all of that. No, uh, maybe sitting down. But it was really cool because just out of impulse, okay, go rest. Resting was kind of tricky, but there's an interesting sets of visualization that I can do. I came across uh, while going left-right for a state where it'll be easier to breed, and including placing a lot of uh, the drawings inside plastic bags at this point, because uh, purchasing folders is just stacking up more paper. Like right now, before recycling, I might as well just put them in a plastic bag and then boom, set them up for recycling that'll just kind of trim down a lot of the dust same kind of goes with books prior to selling them so a lot of ideas started popping up all that off the initial intuition to go sleep early see what happens have this back and forth ask questions try something so going to the window going through that meditation exercise getting more clues and hints because again nighttime nothing else open more focus and awareness on what's happening with the body and that interconnection, connection. And uh, with, you know, the spirits and the guides to do those moves and pay more attention to what's happening to the body as well. You know, it's a back and forth. And we had this beautiful discovery. Now it'll, the challenge will be to, you know, take the time to do that breath um, to its maximum. In an environment that allows for it. So. It's going to be playing D-Dust 2. The sequel. Revenge. (laughs) Something like that. Okay. A couple more breaths in. And I've been noticeably able to understand that. My body can take a certain degree of it. Before, you know, the mind kind of freaks out. And Joe Dispenza talks about that state. Um, So, you know, doing it sitting on a chair will help calm that down and just push it. And also with the repetition comes an aspect of feeling the energy expand within and then without. Every time a breath is accomplished with that, there's a very interesting feeling of just wholeness that happens. And a very interesting feeling of energy. That's like wholeness, energy, healing. All of that and more, you know, happening in a moment. And it feels like you're expanding. It's like as if I feel my own rhythm of three breaths. And then the fourth one brings that kick. And then reset. Four bra- uh, three breaths, and then the fourth one brings that interesting kick, and every time that kick goes forth, and Joe Dispenza talks about it, it's like you're getting closer and closer and closer to the fluid hitting the DMT in the back of the brain. Also, a thing I've noticed is there remembering the aspect of repetition and practice when it comes to that because eventually it becomes like my body becomes used to that feeling and will let the process go you know it's like the brain won't necessarily freak out it'll just let the process go so it's really fucking cool and interesting this whole series of synchronicity and just giving a shot to giving the breath as well as when doing that breath I've noticed at a point, a key point for myself, seeing that there's a couple of tensions here and there, is to forcefully push my shoulders down so that I keep attempting to ingest a tad bit, just, you know, a tad bit extra on top, but not forcing too much. Yet, once that extra is reached, lowering my shoulders seems to bring a different effect to it all. or it seems to kind of helps me hold it, because you have to hold it even further. So, yeah, force like, not forcefully, but just pushing, like, making an effort, small effort to push my shoulders down while the breath is held, seems to give me something else. It's really, or it seems to help in the process, that's what I mean, well... I'm still trying to process the entirety of what kind of happened. It's fucking magical when I look back at it. Both the synchronicities and the breath. And consciously understanding the breath now. It's really cool. Okay. Managed to caught something quite interesting. Uh, It's... A reinforced method to be fully present kind of like adding a reminder for oneself to just like in um just like in a channeling state go with the flow and stay actively stay aware of each and every thought being created and their direction while knowing that you can steer the reins and direct them to your highest good but also letting loose. You see it's a little bit of a balance. Yet the the important part is you focusing on the current train of thought and feelings. So you're not thinking about the past present or future in that sense. You're kind of thinking sticking yourself in the current present um creation. You know what I mean? You let's say you start over a an idea and you allow yourself to kind of just go with the flow let your imagination roll even though at this point it becomes intuition no longer really imagination or you know both terms kind of blend into each other and you'll notice why because Eventually, as you allow yourself to just go deeper and deeper and deeper, uh, further and further and further into the idea, the creation, and what you just started, you begin to, again, accelerate the aspect of creating it all while anticipating that each and every thought that you encounter are in your highest good and interest, yet... When you encounter contrast, you understand that this is the conscious mind, that kind of brings this aspect of uh, duality, meaning when you encounter something that you don't necessarily like in the creation, you can just automatically shift back to what's better. It's just a mind, uh, or it's just the mind's habit to try to focus on things to evade, but now you've noticed the trap, right? If it focuses on things that you want to evade, when you keep your thoughts in an aspect of a constant present now, you do understand that every moment you can control and steer where you focus. So when you pick up the mind as it does that, this aspect of focusing on something that you don't necessarily create, and then straight up counter it. (laughs) <laughs> like uh, the Wing Chun Ip Man multi punch type of deal, um, you literally counter it by sticking to the present now and going immediately to what you prefer, repeating that over and, over and over and over and over and over because you understand that hey, that's just a habit from watching too much, let's say, television or exterior type of media. Because ultimately, you can just choose to continuously focus on the outcome that you'd rather prefer in the moment, you know, in the current present moment, in the current now. You don't, you see, the mind, there's no point for it to slip up and do those kind of things. It doesn't necessarily make sense when you consider it, especially when you, again, being soul, control the momentum initially, when you remember Yet, here's the thing, we've been, uh, well, unfortunately, with the invention of technology and various kinds of distractions, life got quite easier. Um, But it's not only that, that's not a bad thing, uh, of course. But with that comes the aspect of entertaining, entertainment taking our attention away. Now, here's the thing when you focus on the device tv mobile phone or even video games okay any kind of entertainment to a certain degree and um even diving into the digital world kind of does it to a certain degree well you're not how do i say you experience that world whatever world you kind of go into whether it be a social media, whether it be a video game, whether it be a movie, you experience that world, you as consciousness. You know? Yet you don't experience yourself experience experiencing the world. Meaning your attention is completely on the device and the content within the device yet your attention's not on you paying attention to the vi- to the content inside the device so there's a layer of awareness that is not necessarily paid attention to and here's the thing with that layer of awareness is an aspect of being in the present now, in the current present moment, continuously being at the reins of your thoughts rolling on a momentum and then being able to steer that naturally steering it, not forcefully. It just becomes natural because you kind of clean up whatever's in there. But well, admittingly, that's how the junk kind of gets in there. Just like the initial impression, which is, you know, from the initial environment, um, you can get junk from not necessarily being entirely present towards the things that you listen to. Um, And then, you know, it kind of gets in your mind because repetition, repetition is key to practically everything. So the more you repeat, the more you become a master at it. That includes, you know, (laughs) That includes dialogues that don't necessarily help you, you know, keeping that kind of dialogue within and considering it normal to be said, yet you don't necessarily want your mind to use it against you. Never do. Why would you consciously do that? No, you wouldn't. It just does because that's what repetition kind of gets to. So... It's not an aspect of banning content. That's just futile and ludicrous. We've seen that battle over years, and it doesn't necessarily make sense. No, it doesn't. You create what you create, and you have fun doing your creation. That's, you know, a universal thing. No stepping over bounds. No, this is a point of fucking balance. Meaning, you watch your watch time, but you also understand that if your watch time overlaps or grows bigger than your, oh, hours of watching your inner world, then, yeah, there's a junk that's going to accumulate. The repetition of that kind of stuff, just like the repetition of the early environment, the early childhood environment, whatever was there, well, leads to it feeling normal. Yet, when not helpful is normal, then, you know, bit of an issue, (laughs) um, within, you know, it's all about just, you know, playfully keeping up with your inner world so that you don't let junk accumulate too much, you know, you you don't necessarily want to have junk food every day, so it's the same plot, same type of deal and, but for your thoughts, which will influence the entirety of yourself, you know, and everything that you kind of create in your life, every way that you perceive, whether you perceive something that's helpful for yourself and everyone else or not, is also influenced that way, and how, why, what does it mean, how does it reflect back, understanding these things, see, your thoughts are much more complex and deep than you'd think, Yet, if your blueprint and your model is, you know, basic-ass television characters, okay, that's unfair. I just said that to get a shock and reaction. It's completely unfair, because frankly, there's no way to express the entirety of a being in a television series. There's no way to explain the speed of thinking and subconscious thinking in a series. Not yet. Plus, well, it wouldn't really be entertaining for certain people, right? Or for the mass, and that's the thing. What sells rules? For the mass. Yet, it's not helping them. Eh, I don't know. You give and take. There's certain things in certain theories that are a bit tricky to gather and collect your thoughts upon and actually just repeat them in a way where you understand how it has affected you in the past without you knowing, but connecting the dots makes you see or understand, oh, okay, yeah, wow, yeah, I see it. So, and even getting to that point at times can be a bit tricky, you know. we It's not a thing to have as an expectation, but it's still something that's kind of... Fun and interesting to take a hold of, meaning fully being able to understand that every event has, every event that ever existed has led to this point, you know, this joint aspect of knowledge, this unity that we're really tapping into now and understanding a balance point that comes with all that, that has kind of, you know, not been understood in the past. And because we had those examples, we're able to kind of just relate to it to today and just kind of go, oh, okay, so that's how this is happening again. Okay, well, let's just stop it here. And here's a more, let's say, more basic but comprehensive way, accessible way to understand why. And here's how, why you and everyone else could kind of understand this in a general way. So we're, we're making rapid progress in that sense. And instead of having that, you know, that past idea of it being an expectation out of other people, it's more of an understanding why it's not. Because it would have been, you know, it it would have been occurring prior if it was. So it's kind of understanding what led to this point. Why and why it's not still, you know, this kind of aspect of inner understanding is not so widespread. But then also understanding how you can make it more accessible for, you know, everyone else or to be explained in a way or, you know, some way where it's not explained forcefully, but just this sense of, okay, I'm just going to drop that nugget in and then who knows. Um, For those who are not necessarily interested, for those who are interested, they're on the path, they're straight up finding that out, taking those moments. Having much more time and awareness of presence, even going up to a point where they have presence in their, bo- in their body, not just thoughts, but also body. Because you want to feel the sensation on the body and see how that changes and turns around as you move a bit more throughout the day. You know, Try rotating movements instead of simply walking back and forth from home to work or sitting up and stand, you know, standing, sitting down and standing up, sitting up and standing down, (laughs) stand down, soldier, um, but yeah, like, more motions because the more you kind of get in tune with that, the more you kind of practice that, and the more you'll kind of notice areas that are stiff, stiffening, understanding what kind of motions you're not necessarily performing on your day-to-day that leads to that, and then kind of counteracting that. And, you know, you can always go take certain classes, watch certain videos online, yet when you understand that it's the aspect of moving your body in a way where you would get maximum mobility and flexibility on more than your, you know, in rotationary movement aspect, 360 degree or attempting to, you know, to, to its limit, and then pushing that a bit further and beyond without going too hard on it, um, then you'll see your conscious mind is going to pick that up and make it more of a practice because there's more of a I can feel and sense the progress beat per beat you know as i'm doing it and i also understand why doing this will literally save me uh a years of aching after you know, so it, like at that point, it totally throws away this old idea of, oh, this is going to look weird. Oh, my God. Why do I have to go through? you know, the the usual rumbling that you don't necessarily select and choose. And again, this is why you got to watch what kind of repetition you eat on a daily basis, whether it be environments, certain people around you, uh, television and uh, you know, whatever media you consume, you want to watch out what kind of things you get in your mind, because that internal dialogue could just pop up, you didn't consciously select it, but it's the most, uh, popular, you know, it's, well, it's the hero's story, so it's gotta have drama initially, so, yeah, and I also noticed that when it comes to that, um, going back to the aspect of experiencing the present moment every moment you know and the difference between that and television or any kind of media well when you visualize what you've done you'll visualize the game the movie and you know whatever the piece of media is yeah when you try to take a step back and go visualizing yourself Experiencing the content, you know, not you visualizing the experience of the content. No, it's It's visualizing you watching slash experiencing the content. Well, there's a bit of a blank, right? Like, it, it it takes a bit of time. Maybe you, you might be able to visualize the start when you started watching the movie or you started setting it up to watch the content. But you're not going to be immediately visualizing yourself sitting and then yourself thinking about what you were thinking during the movie or during the media, during the content. You might visualize an expression that happened during that like your voice a vocal expression but not your thoughts you weren't really thinking not entirely you know it's like it's a couple of little things that can happen with that little subtle nuances but they make a large difference a large fucking difference. When you understand how your attention goes on the experience of a content more than you experiencing life. You know, the number of hours in repetition. Well, you kind of want to balance that out. You know, it's not the content maker's fault. It's you, again, we're at this point in time where we collectively understand this. More and more so. So. Um, it's kind of like. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. I see. Interesting. And you can see how that kind of would have. Um, how that changes things over time. Especially when you keep track of your inner world. Right. You don't let certain thoughts. You didn't cautiously choose to remain there. You wouldn't consciously choose to shoot yourself in the fort. No, you wouldn't. So at this point, just flip it, flip it and flip it again. That Ip Man Punch repetition counter. (laughs) But uh, that's the thing, you know, take the time. It's important. You're important. And everything that you've got to give, especially when you focus on that intuition and play around, make yourself more familiar with it take the time to kind of let it loose and see what kind of comes up and yes you're gonna clear out and clean up some bumps from the inner from the conscious mind you know whatever it kind of picked up the dirt but hey that's part of the process at the end of the day just know that it's that it's all normal accept it all forgive yourself for whatever you know you didn't choose so fuck it (laughs) um it's all an aspect of balance but you might as well go with that big yolo point at first and then understand that okay unconsciously momentum um consciously well no unconsciously momentum consciously in the moment you know an action was picked and it was an action that was known or expected in the moment with the current knowledge and database in the moment um you you know especially in those moments where you have your first experience of something you just kind of discover as you go so whatever's kind of holding you back holding you in a loop what could be blocking or what could be stabbing um, repeatedly you know thought wise memory wise or something like that just let it go Straight up, uh, that's one method, but okay, there's further techniques for that. It's just when you get the whole present moment thing, you just don't want to let that affect you at all. Anyway, it all kind of goes into a loop, yet once it's understood, you just kind of go, you just kind of create, you have fun, you roll with that momentum, and some interesting things just happen with life so. (laughs) And life always kind of brings you the lesson needed in the moment, which is really cool. Especially when you're able to kind of set an intention, saying that, yo, I'd like to work on this. I'd like to, uh, let's say, clean certain things up on that end. And you remain chill about it. You don't actively force yourself into it. There's a certain ease that's developed. And that just kind of brings things in a much more, um, synchronicity way, but also feels natural. It feels like the next logical step, but not necessarily expected or a hundred percent expected. It's kind of like going at it without any expectation. Yet, as you're going at it, it just feels natural. It feels like completely smooth, in control, in flow. Even while you think that, hmm, never experienced this before. This is unexpected. Don't necessarily know what's going to come up. Yeah, here's my objective. So let me go towards it. It's interesting. All right, well, that's a wrap. <laughs>